Welcome to the Soul Tribe Podcast. The Soul Tribe Podcast was created to help you navigate through the world of spirituality, wellness, and self-development in an easy, grounded, and relatable way. We break down everything from the Akashic Records, manifesting, spirituality, and so much more. We want to help expand your boundaries and bring the spiritual world to you in a fun and easy way. Get ready to be inspired with tips, tools, and easy-to-digest information. Let's do this. Hi, Soul Tribe. Today, we're going to have an episode all about receiving signs and uh, for some of you might be seeing numbers we're going to get into that Lorraine and I keep having these moments of just repetitive seeing things or seeing certain numbers and it's a conversation we always kind of have with each other or we'll like send each other a message and like the oh, like a whatsapp audio and it'll be one minute with 11 seconds it'll be like oh look one 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 so we thought since this podcast is us talking about all these things, this was a really good subject that we haven't touched on yet. So here we go. This started <laughs> like I had, I had messaged you, Lorena, um, and said that I wanted to do an episode about this because I kept waking up. Yeah, I remember I, that. I want to say at night, but it's not at night. I kept waking up in the morning. It's actually the morning. Um, so it was usually like three in the morning, like on the dot or three Oh three or three one three, you know, numbers like that. And this, this, it hasn't happened the last two or three days, but it happened for like a month in a row where it was like every, every night or every morning (laughs) I would like just bing, wake up and be like, Oh, I have to go to the bathroom or something. (laughs) Right. That hasn't happened to me lately, but it used to happen to me all the time. I'd wake up at the same exact time like several days in a row or like in one week I'd do that. Like that would happen to be like three times. Isn't it weird though that we check the time? Wouldn't you think that you're in the middle of the night you would go, Oh, let me turn around and go back to sleep or, Oh, let me go see if I have to go to, you know, to the bathroom. But we're both actually rolling over and looking. Oh no, no. For me, it'd be getting out of bed. So I'd be out of bed. I go to the bathroom and then I'd like go get some water. And the moment I look at the clock either on, on my wrist or on like the oven or, you know, you know what I mean? Or on the wall and it would be the same time. Oh, then I'm the, I'm the bad example here then. I will literally. (laughs) It's still a sign. I grab my, I know, but like you shouldn't have your cell phone even next to you when you're sleeping supposedly because of the magnetic field and stuff. And I have it on the floor charge, usually charging. And I'll like literally be like, Oh wow. What time? The first thing I think is what time is it? Like you, I want to know what time it is. Cause I want to know how much time I have left to sleep. That's me too. <laughs> like, do yeah. I have like five hours of sleep or do I have two? Let me see how depressed I should get right now. Like, totally. <laughs> and then I look at the time and be like, Oh, three or three. Okay. And then I'll go to the bathroom and I'll come back. And so after like that happened for like a month, I'm like, dude, this is, this is, this is something. Now I remember I had, I had gone through a phase many years ago. I think it was about four, four or five, no, four, maybe three or four years ago where I got really into Wayne Dyer's books. And there had been this one book that I read where he talked about that if you got woken up in the morning, um, it was because that's the moment where you're most connected and that you should not go back to sleep. That, and for him, that was a time where he would stay awake 
and he would like write all, you know, his write his material, his books. Um, I'm not sure if he was talking about channeling them. Like he, he always felt like he would receive it from somewhere. He just never really knew exactly how he was getting the material for his book. So it must be that he was kind of channeling at that time. And I want to get into that later, why that for him was a good time. Cause I read about that somewhere else, but that reminds me of something. Sorry to interrupt you, but the other day when we were doing our Kashik Records Level One course on Zoom, mm-hmm. one of the one of the ladies said that she kept waking up early, which she's not. She wasn't waking up early oh, ever. Right. Do you remember the message they gave you? They said, "Well, that means you're they're pu- pushing you to channel in the morning, to connect in the morning, because you're not oh, disrupted with I had you know ideas and things you have to do. It's like you're in the middle of a sleep, or you know you just get woken up and you're like, why am I awake right now? I don't understand. I'm not a morning person." But that reminds me of that. That just came to my head. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. Um, and so it's yeah, it seems to be it seems to be a thing. But what I had read in the other book was that there's like this veil, right? This veil is what separates us from the other dimensions. Which in this case we're talking about the fifth dimension because we're you know specifically we're talking about like the angelic realm and the Akashic records realm and you know that kind of higher level spiritual energy that's in the fifth dimension and so we're talking about that veil it kind of thins apparently at the three a.m. time so when three a.m. hits what they supposedly say is that you're feeling the energy on the other side of that veil more intensely or you can feel its presence a bit more and that actually kind of wakes you up. And so that leads you to kind of go, uh, like kind of like knock you out of your sleep a little bit. And that's why supposedly is a really good time to connect to that other side, whether you're a channeler, a medium, um, you know, a, you know, psychic, whatever it is that you, you are, or you're just, you want to, some, some, they sometimes they recommend just to go meditate because it's the best type of meditation you can have at that time. Um, so that's what the other thing that I had read and the Akashic Records have in fact talked about this before, at least to me about how there are certain times that you're more connected than others, but they've never specifically told me directly 3am. They actually have told me that, there's a time that's more significant for some individuals than other individuals. So it kind of depends on you. Some people are more connected at one time and some people are more connected at another time. But I do really believe in that veil thing. I do really think that yeah, there's a I do too. better connection. Yeah. No, I, I totally, because we're, this is, we've talked about this on a few episodes, right? Like there's so many things distracting us visually, um, you know, and even just our, our just our thinking, like I have to do all these things, your to-do list, uh, feed the cat, feed the dog, go pick up the kids, go do this. And there's always so many things that are distracting us from this connection to self and this connection to source or to whatever, if it's the Akashic Records, if it's energy, if it's you doing Reiki, it doesn't matter. It's, and I feel like more and more we're all being pushed um, to kind of, figure a way around it because a lot of these things outside of us are out of our control, right? So there has to be something that is kind of pushing us in that direction. I, that's, that's kind of what's coming through with my records open right now. But that makes a lot of sense as well as to different, like for me, these numbers that come up for you, maybe when you wake up, I've been seeing these for years just come up 
in random places on my computer, on my phone, in messages I send you. So I'll write something to you and it'll be like, oh, I sent it at 444. That's a big number for me. And I think we've talked about that on one uh, on the Laura Lee episode because we were talking about angel numbers. But for me, I think a lot of these, they're just confirmations of things that I'm thinking or, or seeing or channeling. It's crazy um, how it's so easy to ignore them too, right? Mm-hmm. For me, they show up mostly when I'm most aligned. Mm. Like when I'm more the most on my path, when I'm more on what I'm supposed to be doing and I'm listening more to myself and, and kind of aligned with my soul and, and what it's planned here to do. When I'm not fighting the flow of like, you know, you're supposed to go down that river and flow and sometimes it might be difficult and sometimes you fight against it. When I fight against it, I won't see those messages kind of like wake up calls or signs when I am aligned, I'm letting things flow. No matter if it's easy or complicated and I'm letting myself flow, that's when I see those numbers and I'll see during the day, repetitive times, one, 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 two, two, two. And I see a lot of Capicua. Yeah. Like one, two, two, one. I don't know the word. I don't know the word in English, but (laughs) Capicua in Spanish means like one twenty one. Yeah. You know, um, 848. It's like a mirror. It's like a mirror. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. The, the first number, it begins with a number and it ends with that same, the same number. Yeah. Um, so in Spanish that's called Capicua. So you can read it, it backwards or forwards. It's the same number. Yes, exactly. I get those a lot, but I think that because I've always been into those kind of numbers for some reason. So I get those a bunch. Um, and especially if they represent like an airplane that I love, like the 737. Like when I see 737, I'm like, oh, 737. <laughs> like, like, oh. So like when I see like things that are for me are related to like airplanes, um, those mean That's a lot so to funny. me. And I get a lot of those airplane numbers. Like well, that just that, to think like people don't even know that side of you really on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm obsessed it's, with airplanes. Yeah. <laughs> and that you were a pilot. Well, you are yeah. a pilot. Well, yeah. Well, my my license is currently expired because I haven't been able to go to Uruguay to renew my medical. You have to renew your medical every year. Yeah. It was funny because talking about that, I wanted, when I was in Cayman Islands, it was about to expire and, and I wanted to renew it. So I'd contacted the, the Air Force in Uruguay because that's where you get your medical done with the center in the Air Force. And I contacted them. I, I remember trying to ask them, like, if I go down, can I get it? And I was pregnant at the time. And they said, oh, no, you're, you're on, you're, you know, you currently have a disability. I said, I don't have a disability. I'm pregnant. What? Yeah, and they said, well, legally, the Air Force considers that you're disabled while you're pregnant. What? <laughs> yes. I would have been like, excuse me? Yeah. So oh, I was my like, God. Are you serious? Like, I can't renew it because I'm supposedly disabled? Come on. Um, so wow. I couldn't renew it. And then that's obviously. That's a little bit old. Like, yeah, that's like thinking. very old thinking. Like, I should be able to have, a, you know, a three-month belly and still be able to take my medical checks and be like, yeah, you're healthy. You're just pregnant, but you're healthy. Yeah. But yeah. Wow. So yeah. So then after that, obviously you have a baby and things get busy. And then after I moved and so, yeah, it, it, it expired and there it is. But so yeah, I see a lot of airplane, like even when I'm, when I was like, Oh, you know, the Airbus 320 and I, there was a phrase, phrase where I I was looking at like the components and all that stuff. And I kept seeing 320 every, like, you know, um, all over the place. So I think that they use what numbers, the numbers that we most 
like or we're mm-hmm. most attached to at the time and they put it in our face to get us to pay attention or to feel like hey you're not alone we're here with you I think it's a lot of that I agree with that because I I won't see the same stuff you do and I won't see it in the same way yeah. for me you were saying that you see it when you're on this aligned path for me a lot of times it's when I feel I'm off my path. Oh. When I start doubting myself and I start questioning things and I'm like, oh my God, this is never going to happen or why am I stuck with this? That's when I'll see the numbers. It's like the universe telling me, no, you're doing okay. Like keep going. Stop doubting yourself or look for signs. Keep looking for signs because the answer is coming soon. That's how it comes through for me, which is It's kind of like helping your insecurity in a way. Yeah, but that goes great with me because I am a person that kind of starts doubting themselves and feels lost with things when things don't seem like they're going, you know. And I feel like I've gotten better at that, at, at taking kind of more control of that and being able to psych myself up. But I think most of my life that was a struggle. And, it, and I even remember for me when it started really showing these numbers was right before moving to the Cayman Islands. And I was working a lot on manifesting because I wanted to leave Uruguay and I, and I wanted to come here because you were here and I wanted, I imagined myself living here. I don't know why. And I ended up getting a job here and I ended up moving here. But I remember months before actually getting the call for the job, these numbers, and I, I even talked to mom about it. I was like, mom, every time I look at my phone, there's a number and the numbers were always like, the capicua, so it was like the the mirror numbers, or mm-hmm. it was like all full same numbers. So it would be like two two two, or one one one, or eleven eleven, or like four four four. Um, you know, in Uruguay we use a twenty four hour format, so it was a lot of like, you know, twelve twelve, or eleven eleven, like twenty three twenty three. Yeah. Um, so there was a lot of variations. There was more numbers, but it was always on my phone or um, on my computer. Because that's yeah. where I was, I was working. I was doing a lot of stuff. But I remember that for me was my sign of like, you're on the right path. Don't worry. Just keep trusting. Keep trusting and keep going. Yeah. I think there's no rule. Like, I would love to say this is what it is and that's what it is for everybody. And, you know, write it down. Remember it. But that's not the way it is. I think for everybody, they receive it at a different time in their life for different reasons And I think that there's a conjunction. The way they show it to me is like there's a conjunction between the soul on the other side working with this, the current incarnation, right? It's almost like there's messages being sent, but you're getting it when you need it. And it might be different for like, in this case, it's different for you than for me. And what, what numbers or what signs you're getting are different depending on the person, what, what will call their attention. They're just trying to call your attention really at the end of the day. Exactly. So this whole thing of like looking up, what's the meaning of one, 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 what is one, one? Like, I don't, that doesn't vibe with me because one, one, one to me doesn't have one meaning. It, the meaning depends on the person that's seeing it. That's, that's how I think it is. I agree. I agree. So only, you know, and this is, again, this goes a lot to me. This vibes a lot with like the intuition episode. Like only, you know, like you see that number, you know what that sign's trying to tell you. Like, it's almost like right away you go, Oh, this is because of this. It's somehow you know it. You do. You're you're connected, and you know you know why they're trying to show you that. Either they're trying to make you feel better about, in your case, something you're trying to make happen, or you're trying to reconfirm to you you're on the right path, or they're trying to tell you, hey, by the way, you're not alone. Trust. Uh, yeah, I had a good friend whose father had died, 
And she said that after her father had died, they were always both together into looking at those mirror numbers, right? And she said that after her father died, she was seeing mirror numbers all over the place, and she would get this all-knowing feeling that he was there with her. So in this case, it wasn't her soul giving her messages or her masters and guides giving her messages. It was her father saying, by the way, I haven't fully deceased. I still exist, and I'm with you, and I love you, and, you know, all those nice messages. It was his way of telling her... That they can still play that game together. It was. It's like super sweet. The story, you know. Yeah, and and that's something that came up with our episode with Laura Lee. I feel like we've been mentioning her a lot. She, she said stuff about that about the numbers coming through as like messages from people on a different realm. So people that have crossed over, or you know, I think it has very many layers to it. So some of it could be communication from from another spirit another could be the universe trying to push you in the right direction or have you trust it could be it's time to connect like you're in this you know you're in this moment or in this vibe or in this energy or in this space where you need to connect to yourself or to the akashic records or to whatever that is it's and i agree with you like i don't think that you can just google a number it's like saying, I have a specific symptom. If I have this symptom, I'm, I have this illness. It's like, no, there's way more intricate parts to it, and it depends what you're going through. And that's why um, it's good to kind of have more insight from yourself and be able to kind of ask those questions, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, you can get, and you can also get signs from not just numbers. Like, and I, I you know what my favorite thing is? When you're thinking about someone, mm-hmm. and they call you. Yeah, but that's like actually the synchronicity, not a sign, right? Yeah, this, yeah, the synchronicity. It's, but I think it's your, you're energetically calling them. You're you're thinking about them. They felt it, and they're calling you. They they got this like itching, urging feeling that they needed to call you, and they didn't think about it. They just did it, um, and it, you were just connected with that. And that goes to show you how connected we are. We're all really connected. Yeah, I have actually yeah, a really good story that I can share, which is has to do with what, what we're talking about right now, the, the whole thinking about someone thing. Yeah. It actually involves an ex-partner. Um, and at the time, he was living in Europe. Well, he was, he's, he was from, from here, from Europe. And I was living at the time in Uruguay, so it was kind of like this weird long-distance thing off and on all the time. And it was, it was pretty bad because we never really got to get, get a very much. Um, but I think we were going through one of those phases where we weren't really talking very much because, you know, distance relationships, sometimes you have phases where you talk a lot and there's a phase where, like, we're done, this is, distance doesn't work, whatever. And so we were going through one of those phases where I wasn't really having much contact with, with, with him. And I was at work, and at the time I was a telemarketer. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember that I was, I had the headset on. I had the headset on. It was the middle of a call, like trying to do my telemarketer thing in the middle of a call. And like out of nowhere, I said, <gasps> something's wrong. Something's wrong. I don't know what it is. Something's wrong. And I literally, literally hung up. And I remember I was taking, talking to a woman. I remember I just literally go, gotta go bye. <laughs> like, oh my God. You did not. In the middle of the call where I had called her as a telemarketer and I was hanging up. But like, I knew that I, I knew something was happening and I hung up and I grabbed my cell phone and I'm in the middle of calling Europe. Like, I'm in Uruguay. I didn't even know if my credit was going to give me enough, like, to call. But anyways, I didn't think about that stuff. Like, I was reacting. Like, I knew something was up. And I called him, and he answers, like, pretty fast. He answers, like, out of breath. And I said, 
are you okay? Like that, I didn't even scream. Hello. How are you? It was like, I literally remember screaming at him. Are you okay? Right away. And he's like, Oh my God, I just finished having a car accident. You're the first person I'm talking to. Like I, I haven't wow. even spoken to the police yet. Like you're the first person. I, he's like, I need to get out of my car. Like he was like literally in the process of trying to get out of his car. And his car <laughs> supposedly ended up to- totally destroyed. But like, I, I knew it. I knew that. What the I, heck? Yes. I knew that something happened. Um, and he's like, well, I got, I got to hang up because I got to call the cops. <laughs> I just had a car accident. Wow. And I was like, call me back later after. And, and that, I, that happened to me with him twice. Yep. Twice. So it was like I, both times I, I, I didn't think about it. I just, something's up. Like I just urgently felt it and, and I didn't think. I just reacted. Yeah, really that was connected. that was valid for that because I think if you saw a number, you'd been like, oh, a number. You had to have that feeling. That was the only way you're going to react to call and, but you knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Isn't that something they say that happens with twins? Like if one twin's in pain. I've heard that before. Yeah. Yeah. When they one, once is going through something, even emotional pain, the other one can somehow sense it or feel it. There's like a weird connection there. But I think that you don't have to be a twin to do that. Like I've thought of people like, you know, I've thought of Erin. I'm like, oh, I wonder how Erin's doing. I haven't messaged her. I should message her. And she'll message me or, or text me. Or I was thinking about another friend the other day, and she she messaged me. I'm like, whoa, like two seconds later. That happens to me all the time. But it's yeah. only with certain people. We quickly interrupt this episode to let you guys know that we have the Level 1 Akashic Records course, virtual course, confirmed for August. The course dates are August 15, 16, and 22nd. And this is a Zoom course, so it's a virtual course. It's a group class. And we have a three days. So day one is generally theory. Day two is theory with practice of opening up your own Akashic records. And Lucia and I walking you through that and talking a lot about experience and channeling information. And then day three, which is the 22nd, is all about you guys coming in and talking about your experience with opening your own for that week. Um, there's a lot of practice you need to do on your own and you know we're always there to support you you also be included in our private facebook group for additional support once you're on your own opening up your own akashic records and it's a great course the manual we've you know we've personally channeled through our masters and guides and we put a lot of hard work into this and made sure this was a course basically this is a course that we always wanted to take or have um in a very open way and we've really kind of just done it in a way where it's very open and you can explore your own channel and your own way of doing things um, while respecting the Akashic record. So if this is something that you're interested in, be sure to email us. Our email address is soultribeacademy at gmail.com. Spaces are limited, so make sure that you contact us if you're interested and we'll send you all the information on pricing and all of that and also if there's anybody you know that might be interested in taking this course make sure you share this information with them as well and we'll have all of this information in the show notes including the email so it's easier for you guys to just contact us and let's get back to the episode you'll be like oh i was literally just about to message you and you you know you called me right before (laughs) Mm-hmm. Well, don't, I mean, th- we do calling. I think I think in the states they're still not into calling. They're like not into calling. Like don't call. 
Like, don't call me. <laughs> don't call me. <laughs> but they're like messaging. But like, yeah, we we hear we, we're into calling still. We're yeah, <laughs> South American sure people. Call. I mean, we talk to Erin. We talk to other friends. Yeah, like nowadays you'll just like WhatsApp message and stuff, right? Yeah. But th- that happens. Like we have our our like our sister group, and one of us will message, and and Erin will be like, "Oh my god, I was just." I was just going to ask you how it went and we'll already answer the question that she was thinking about asking us or something. Um, yeah. yeah. And we're definitely funny. all connected. Definitely yeah. All connected. But also like for many, like we moved, we left, we left New York when we were 15. Well, I was 15. You were 16, 16 or something. 17. 17. Yeah. And we left and we didn't talk to her for years. Well, because at the time there was, it was like, you have the right letters. There was no Facebook. We were no. writing written letters and sending oh it out by mail. Yeah. Uh, oh my God. Old, so old school. So old yeah. school. It and was like nice you, though. Getting that letter was just so nice. It was, it was. But because like when you got it, you didn't know when you were going to get the next one also. So you like cherished mm. every word. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's so true. <laughs> yeah. But then when we saw her again, it was like time had never passed. And I think that's another really cool thing about souls and being connected. Like when you're connected, you're connected. Like you don't have to talk to the person every day. You can spend years without talking to them. And somehow you'll still, you recognize each other's energy. You recognize each other. You know what I mean? I do. And I also feel the same way with the opposite. When your soul contract with somebody ends, it's so easy for things to fall apart and for you to take your own path and go your own way. And it's like, wow, how did we, like, it feels like it was a million years ago that, you know, I was friends with this person and I don't no longer talk to them. It's not just grown remember apart. why you stopped talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's because you're not, you know, you've learned what you need to learn. You've gotten what you've got, had to get out of it and your souls are going their own path. And yeah. you need to grow with other souls, right? It's funny, some, yeah, some, some, sometimes you just like recognize an energy and you feel comfortable with it and you're like, I don't know yeah. why, but like, you're awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, had I totally follow day that. Like that. Um, she had, she had contacted me, um, she was listening to our podcast and she contacted me to do a reading and I did her reading and I found that we had a little similar, like I, I obviously don't, you don't know the person you're reading. And so you start channeling information. You're like, wow, that reminds me of me. That reminds me of me. And you're that like, hey, I like you. Own. You remind me of me. <laughs> <laughs> and we ended up like best friends at the end. And we're like, oh my God, you're my new best friend. I love you. <laughs> That's happened to me with a bunch of readings too. It's just, you it's kind cool. Of, even though you forget what you say to the person when you read them, you yeah. still feel some type of connection also because people open up so much to us. Right. And it's, it's very like, you know, rewarding and it's great that you can help somebody through the channeling, but also you're, you're a human and you feel these things and they've been through something maybe you've been through and you feel it and there's a connection. So that's quite interesting. That's happened to me a few times too, where I'm just like, wow, I kind of like, it's like, I know this person that happened to me the other day, actually. Like, I feel like I know you, like she felt like my mom. It was really weird. It, it could be. Maybe, maybe. I mean, I think there are a lot of souls that we, we read that we, maybe we read them a few times and maybe we, you know, they're in another part of the world and you don't interact. Plus, we read a lot of people. You can't, you can't like catch up and continue to talk to everybody. It's, you don't have, I don't have enough time. No, but yeah. I think that a lot of times it, on purpose, souls decide to, oh, by the way, you know me really well from other life, lifetimes. Um, can you maybe pop into my life, give me a reading and help me out with these things I have stuck? Like, I think that happens. 
that happens on another level. Like we have to remember that even though we're currently incarnated as, as souls, our soul is still on the other side, making plant new plans or, you know, fixing things. So, Oh, you know what? This seems a little disaligned. How about this comes into my life and helps me out to see if it helps me understand this or go down that route instead of that route. So there are still last minute, like, planning and changing adjustments yeah yeah and that happens a lot while we're sleeping like our soul i don't know if we ever talked about this on the podcast but supposedly what happens is you're going to sleep and your soul actually leaves the body so the body's doing its thing the body's still doing its regenerating of cells like the body has to stay there and do its thing and this is a really good time for the soul to retrieve and meet up And this is sometimes people will have dreams and be like, dude, I had this really weird dream. And in the dream, I felt like I met up with you and we did this and we did that. Like, I think the soul can do many different levels of things. The soul can meet up with another soul and make plans. Like I was talking about just now, the soul can go, you know, have an interaction with other souls that it just feels like having, because, you know, they're, they have a relationship as souls on the other side, but they don't have relationship you know, physically in this lifetime or their distance with, you know, you live over here and I live over here, but let's go meet up on the astral plane and kind of have a moment together, interact. And and then I think for me, the other one is we do a lot of past life regressions to clear out things, to relive things from from a soul place. And you've had experiences with that. I know we've talked about it. And I've had really intense experiences with that where I wake up, I'm like, whoa, that was definitely a past life. Yeah. And you wake up and you remember every detail. And that, if you wake up and remember every detail and you profoundly felt it, I can almost guarantee you like 99.99% that was a soul experience or past life regression. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm a little bit weird with the dreams and the whole astral travel thing. Would that be considered astral traveling, in your opinion? I think so. I think so. I don't know. I don't know the name to it. We've been trying exactly. to get someone on the podcast to speak specifically yes. about so astral travel. So if anybody travel. listening right now is an expert or knows a lot about astral travel and contact are us. willing to yeah, contact us, message us through our website form. We've been looking Ruby's, for someone to talk oh, about it with yeah. us um, and we can't seem to find anybody or if we contact someone, they never answer back. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> Plus we want to find the right person that kind of understands the spiritual world but also is very open to kind of speak about it in a way where people can understand it and and I, and we that this has come up a lot on readings as well for me for other people so I think I want to wrap my head around it a little bit more but yeah I think the whole dream thing and our our soul leaving our body really is it does feel that way and sometimes I'll have some weird weird dreams where I'm just like it did not feel like that was a dream at all and I know I was not in my body like I left 100% have you ever have you ever realized when you came back I actually wake up and feel when I'm coming back have you done that no I don't wow it's nuts it feels crazy it's like this weird flow whirling I can feel like it and I my body I'll, like I'll start waking up and be like wow that's some really crazy energy <laughs> oh my god I can feel when like I'll know that my soul left for like an intense experience or for an intense amount of time I'll feel the whooshing come in and that will wake me wow. up that's what wakes me up when it comes back no way 
Yeah. I used to think that I was like, oh, my masters are sending me really nice energy. But then after a few times of happening, I started realizing what it was because it was something coming back into me. Yeah. Especially if it's going up, down. It feels like that. It comes from the crown chakra and it's whooshing down. I can totally, it like fills my ears with noise and I can, the energy signals goes all the way through. Like it's really, I don't even, it's, you know, one of those things when you want to explain it, but you don't know how to explain it. I get it. Yeah, Yeah. I get it. That's what it is. But even if that thing that you've been doing is not called astral travel, it's still a thing. We just don't know what to call it. Yeah. 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 I agree. It's, it's still a thing. Your soul goes to places, meets up with other souls, uh, has experiences. And it's, yeah, it, sometimes it could be, it, it can be a really important experience for the soul. And if you remember it, it's hard to like go, Wow that actually did happen because I felt it and it, and if it didn't feel like a dream, I know that it was something else. That's what I would have all the time. Going back to what we were talking about at the beginning of the episode about waking up at certain times, right? What if you're in the middle? Maybe that is somehow connected to that traveling or some aspect of your soul leaving and coming back and you having to look at something or having- I'm actually glad you said that. Because the information I've me. gotten about that is the soul does tend to come back around three because your your body's more vulnerable to be taken over. Hmm. I don't like saying it too much because it sounds a little scary. But your soul, your soul, I mean, for those that don't know, because I don't want to like scare anybody. For those that don't know, when your soul leaves, your soul can come, like knows how to come back. And also it's not fully disconnected. It's still connected from the umbilical cord. So in, in English, it's this, I think it's called the silver umbilical cord. In Spanish, it's the gold. Hmm. El cordón de oro is in Spanish. And I think in English, they call it the silver umbilical cord, if I'm not mistaken. It doesn't matter. It's an umbilical cord kind of thing that connects your soul back. So your soul can always come back to the body. So don't worry, guys. Your soul's coming back. <laughs> when that court, when there's a, when you decease, when you die, the moment of the death of the body is the moment, moment of the detaching of that cord. Yeah. So as long as you're alive, your soul can come back and is connected to um, the body. But that veil that thins out at 3, at 3 a.m., you know, what we were talking about in the beginning it also means that good things can happen. You can connect with things and you can, you know, meditate and you can do amazing. But it also means that other energies can take advantage of that really thin veil. And yeah. so, so sometimes the soul prefers to be, this is the best way to explain it. So people like it don't, don't like get worried or scared for the soul. The best thing to do is to be closer to the body. It's almost like a territory thing. This body's already taken, you don't have the right or, you know, I'm not giving you my free will to take over, abuse, or do anything to this body because this is the body that I'm carrying. This is my box and I own this box in this lifetime kind of thing. That's how the masters are showing it to me. And so the soul comes back as almost like a protector of the body, especially if there's weakness in the body or illness is what the masters are saying. Okay. I don't know why. That's what they're saying. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, we don't want to freak anybody out. I think that's good you said that. But I, I don't know. I think I think there's so much to this. And just going back to the numbers, because we were talking about signs and numbers and all that, I think it's so much more complex that we can imagine. But I think 
just to kind of sum up some of the stuff that we've said, and I know we've gone all over the place <laughs> as usual, um, the numbers or the signs, you know, we're talking specifically kind of about numbers today, but the signs can be many signs. Some people have their own sign. Like, for example, some people might say, oh, if I see this thing, I know it's a sign that I'm on the right path. Or An or animal, people a spirit ask for, animal can yeah, be a sign. spirit animals or, you know, some people... Um, just have a specific thing that they turn to when they want a sign from the universe and they'll ask for it. You can ask for it. But I think specifically with numbers, and this is how it feels like to me and from the stories that everybody has told me, the numbers are a little bit more like generic in the sense of you ask for a sign, but you, let me see if I can reword this. Wait, they'll come up even though you're not asking for a sign. You know what I mean? So you'll have your sign, but they might come up a different way. And some people have a specific number. I've heard people say like, you know, 51's my number. And if I see that number come up, I know it's my sign and they'll ask for that sign. But that's your specific sign. And it happens to be a number. But numbers in general, to me, they feel um, like they're a very oh, human yeah. thing. Some they're people have like rainbows have to show up or bird has to pass by, a certain yeah. bird, right? Yeah, but for me, numbers are a very human thing. It's like a language. Part of our language is part of the way we communicate. It's part of the way we, we create things. So the fact that a number shows up and it's so human, it's kind of like, I don't know, it's so weird. They're showing it to me like in a way of, it's our human sign of seeing things from another universe or from the universe or from another realm or from just us having to look at things in a different way. I don't know if that made any sense. I can't explain it. It's like, I think I you're trying to say it's, it's just a way for us to be connected with the other side from a yeah. more visual point of view or more visual place because we're yeah. more tangible people, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to tangibly see something that confirms most of us, like just getting that little feeling of knowing. Sometimes most of us, it's not enough. We need we need another, give me another confirmation. <laughs> give yeah. me something bigger, right? So I think that's, I think that's what you're saying, right? I think so, yeah. It's something along those lines. I, I can't put it into words exactly because it, it's there, it's more like a, a feeling I'm getting <laughs> of, um, yeah, it being something more and, and that it's, it's very different from the signs that we're asking the universe to show us, even if that's a number. These signs that come up of when we wake up or when we glance at a, a, a like a screen and we see a specific number pop up, and you know th those things are specific communications signs that we need to pay attention to, and that we need to be able to interpret them in our own way. And there there are no generic messages here. They are connected to something, but we need to find what that is. That's our job. Yeah. While you're talking, I was remembering the 3 a.m. thing, and I thought, oh, paranormal investigators, don't they go on their research hunts? I don't know what to call it. At 3 in the morning, don't they actively go to these places, like these haunted houses or you know places that have activity, don't they go around 3 a.m.? So that they've picked up on that oh, veil yeah. thing. Yeah, oh, yeah they've picked right. up on that veil thing because they're using the thinning of the veil at that time to better gather evidence, I guess you want to call it? I don't know what they call it, evidence. Yeah, they call it evidence, I think. 
You're the one that used to watch all those shows. But another thing I, I always thought is like, oh, cool, they're going at 3 a.m. because that's like the creepiest time to go. It's dark. <laughs> it's like, you know what I mean? I always thought it was like it's more creepy. of that thing. It's creepy time, 2, 3 a.m., 4 a.m. Well, 4 a.m. seems like an okay time, but 3 a.m. is creepy in my mind. I don't know why. Maybe because, because you Maybe know because that you can shows. sense other energies into you that feels creepy yeah. because you don't understand it. But you say 2, and I'm like, that's eh, all right. Two's all right. Three, no. I don't know. Numerologically speaking, number three is actually like a good number. It's a lucky number. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're in your year, like you can calculate your year, what year you're, what year you're in personally. If you're in year three, that's like the time where you like can try to like win the lottery or like get prizes. Like that's the that's your personal year where you'll have more luck to gain those things. That's cool. So it's not creepy, Lorena. <laughs> three is awesome. Well, even the three with the Akashic Records is, but yeah. it's just 3 a.m. to me. For some reason, I get like a weird vibe. I don't know. Just just me. Hmm. Well, it's okay. Don't worry. <laughs> You'll be fine. <laughs> uh, okay. So I think we've like basically gone off the rails with this episode. We talked about haunted houses and we talked about... <laughs> You being a pilot, and then I, I don't know, we're just gone all over. So I think maybe we should just like wrap it up. We just kind of wanted to do an episode um, where we just put this idea out there because it's something that Lou was going through. I've been through it and I felt it. And I'm sure some of you might be going through this. And I've heard people say that, th- that this happens to them, and I've seen posts on Facebook about it. So I'm sure it's a thing. So d- definitely message us on Instagram or Facebook if this is something that you're going through because we'd be super interested in like chatting and like having a discussion about it and just kind of seeing what meaning you found in it and if there's specific messages you're getting through it like you know waking up in the morning and seeing these weird numbers come up. I'm pretty sure a lot of people are getting some sort of sign, whether it be numbers or their, you know, spirit animal or something that like comes out in the sky, like a bird or, or, you know, rainbow. Like I'm pretty sure that everybody at some point is getting, especially this, this year, that's such an important year. Yeah. I think this is a year where a lot of people are getting additional signs to kind of like give us more emotional support and make us feel a little bit more accompanied and like, you're okay. This is happening for a reason kind of thing. So we're not off track. And I know that sometimes it feels like, what can what else can happen? You know? <laughs> a lot but, more. Yeah. Well, a lot more can happen. But we're actually doing really good light work-wise. This has been a really good year for us. I know it doesn't seem like it, but it has been a very good light work year. And next year should be much better also. So I'm feeling positive lately. I'm feeling good. Me and I'm too. seeing a lot of really positive things happen. And I know that there's death and I know that a lot of people are upset about that or some people are even just tired of seeing it. So people are like, you know what? Um, but to me, there's a reason behind it all. And if you're, if you're one of those that are departing, it's because your soul needs to go and it can't, can't carry on with the path that it's on now or had planned to leave. So just try to keep keep that in mind when like you lose, if you lose a a loved one, remember that their soul, their soul 
has probably planned to leave and their soul is going to be resting on the other side. And it's funny, the Kashi Records always explain death to me in a way that I love, which is the soul experiences death when it incarnates actually, because it's, it's like the most limiting form that the soul can have being stuck in yeah. a, like being stuck in a body. Right. Yeah. It has this limited reality, has this limited perspective, has this limited, limited lifestyle. And when that person no longer exists, when you leave, when you disincarnate, you're alive, fully expansive and alive again. So just if, if anybody's going through like a moment of, feeling down or cause they, they lost somebody. Just remember that, that that person is, is on the other side more alive than ever before. Yeah. Expansive. I love that word. I think that's exactly what it is. Yeah. And also I would recommend you guys to go listen to the Roberta Grimes episode. That is such a good episode. I just got chills saying that she has, um, in the episode we interview her all about death and yeah. it's very interesting, her perspective and all the studies she's done on it. So 100% check that out and um, that or send it to somebody that you know is going through something um, similar to what we were just talking about. So, yeah, um, we want to thank you guys for tuning in. We really, 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 really appreciate all your support with the podcast and all you guys sharing the episodes and commenting on our posts and stuff it's it's been it's been an amazing journey guys it's going to be almost a year that we've had the podcast next month in about a month it'll be one year holy smokes like how did that happen so fast like i can't i can't wrap my head around that it feels like it was yesterday but at the same time it's like wow um i know it's crazy it's been thank one you. year of mm-hmm. podcasting <laughs> and we've we haven't missed an upload day we've been super like on the ball with it and it's just this passion we have now of getting these episodes out and talking about these topics and interviewing these people it's just i don't know i just feel it makes me happy it makes me so happy i love it yeah i love it too yeah so make sure you guys are following us on instagram if anybody's going through kind of what we talked about in this episode like we said before hit us up, send us a message, let us know what you're going through so we can kind of chat about it and, you know, maybe start a conversation. And yeah, share this episode with anybody that you think might enjoy it. And we will see you guys next week with a new episode. Thanks, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you.